Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. It's time to go in that Wayback Machine and go all the way to the season of 1936 in college football. Football History Rewind Part Number 78 covers that great college season, the great innovations as being one of the most important years in the college football seasons ever. We'll talk about that and more right after this. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to positive football history. And welcome to the Rewind, Football History Rewind, where we go through each and every football season from the beginning and before all the way through modern times. And in this edition, we cover the 1936 college football season. We're going to talk about some great things coming up. and But before we do, let's make sure that you are aware of our daily newsletter. comes out each and every day, 6.30 a.m. You can have it delivered right to your email inbox, free of charge. You can cancel at any time. So easy to sign up for. Just go to the show notes of this podcast or go to pigskindispatch.com or jerseydispatch.com and go to your free email subscription of the newsletter. Now, the 1936 college football season was significant. It might be one of the most significant ones in the history of the sport. Multiple things happened. First and foremost, it was the first season in which the Associated Press poll began releasing its weekly rankings as the top teams in the country. Now, the AP poll would become the most widely followed college football ranking system in the United States. This poll from the Associated Press would be the most relied upon source to determine a national championship from that season of 1936 all the way until 1998 when the Bowl Championship Series computer model was accepted as the most trusted source. Now, as we stated back in Football History Rewind, part number 76, The United Press International, or UPI, poll was already in place for that coaches poll prior to 1936, as well as many mathematical systems such as the Dickinson system and others like Holgate to provide input for who might be in the race of the top American team of college football. But the AP poll, you know, the writers themselves choosing 
was something so brand new and so different. But getting that sort of the eye in the sky look at this and you know somewhat of an unbiased take a peek at it to uh, give you that national championship so it wasn't just one school or one area or coaches uh, doing it but that AP in conjunction with UPI was a system that worked uh, well for many many years over six decades Uh, so very interesting that it came out in this year the very first AP college football poll was released on the date of October 20th, 1936, and there was 35 writers that participated in it. It was a top 10 poll with each writer listing his choice of the top 10 teams. Now points were tallied based on 10 for first place, 9 for second place, etc. all the way down, and the AP then ranked the 20 teams with the highest number of points. And that team with the highest number of points, they were in the number one slot for the ranking of the poll. So very interesting way that they did that. Very reliable and uh, you know somewhat unbiased with having sports writers from across the country eventually all participating in it. There's only 35 in that very first one on October 20, 1936. It grew in popularity. Now the rules makers really uh, did not make any new on-the-field rules revisions uh, different from that of the previous offseason. Just that AP poll in addition uh, to another major New Year's Bowl game as the Dallas-Fort Worth area hosted the very first Cotton Bowl Classic on January 1st, 1937 at the conclusion of the 1936 season. Now we're going to get into some of the top player awards uh, for the season and a new trophy that would be handed out and we'll talk about that right after we hear this. Hey there football fans, this is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network. The soundtrack is provided by Raphael Crux from filmmusic.io. Hello, sports fans. I'm Dana Augusta, and you are listening to the hardest working man in all of sports history, the peerless principal of the pig pen, my man, Darren Hayes, and the Pigskin Dispatch, right here on the Sports History Network. 
All right, before we left for the break, we told you that there were some major player awards that were coming out. And in particular one, the 1936 season, saw the introduction of a new trophy called the Heisman Trophy, which is awarded annually to the most outstanding college football player in the country. Now, the award had existed back in 1935, that first season, but that year it was called the Downtown Athletic Club Trophy in downtown New York City. Uh, So retroactively, Jay Berwanger was the first award recipient of that DAC trophy, which became the Heisman. And but the inaugural piece that was called the Heisman Trophy in 1936, that trophy was handed to Yale's end, Larry Kelly. Now the DAC decided the trophy should be named for the most prominent figure in early football history. They decided on coach John Heisman. It was that very figure and innovator that the DAC wanted. Now here is a little bit more on coach John Heisman. He was born in 1869, Cleveland, Ohio, and Heisman was the American football coach who's one of the top innovators of the game in football history. He is credited per the National Football Foundation's website with helping to legalize the forward pass. He originated the center snap, innovated the hike cadence to initiate a snap, and for which the Heisman Trophy is named, as we talked about. He coached at Oberlin, Akron, Clemson, Georgia, Tech, Penn, Washington, Jefferson, Auburn, and Rice, and played every line position while he was a student athlete at Brown University. Now, he uh, was chosen to go into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1954, and uh, that is quite a tribute to John Heisman having his name on that award of the best college football player each and every year, still to this day. First one happening there in 1935-1936 era. Now, the top teams, as we told you, uh, they had that AP poll. Uh, On the field, 1936 season was dominated by the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minnesota went undefeated during the regular season, was named the national champion by the AP, the Boned Trophy, and the Holgate Trophy. The Gophers were led by a strong defense, which allowed an average of just 3.7 points per game by their opponents. Now, other notable teams in the 1936 season included the Pitt Panthers, the Alabama Crimson Tide, and the Fordham Rams. Now, Pittsburgh and Alabama both finished the regular season with one loss, but they needed to be ranked ahead of Minnesota in that AP poll. Now, Fordham finished the regular season with a 9-1 record, but they did not receive even one invitation to any bowl games to help propel them further in the AP poll. Now, there were some great top players from the 1936 season, as the college football season was memorable for many reasons, as we talked about. The introduction of the AP Bowl and the Heisman Trophy helped solidify college football as a major sport in the United States. The Minnesota Golden Gophers' undefeated season was among the most dominant in college football history, and the 1936 season also featured some of the most iconic players in the sports histories, such as Larry Kelly, who won that Yale who was from Yale, who won that Heisman Trophy, Sammy Baugh, Ace Parker, and Alex Wojciechowicz. Now, the All-America selections for 1936 were Sammy Baugh of the of TCU Horn Frogs, Ray Boivid of Marquette, Sam Francis of Nebraska, and Ace Parker of Duke. That was the backfield. Larry Kelly was one of the ends, and Gaynell Tinsley of LSU was the other end. Mike Basrack of Duquesne, Averill Daniel of Pitt, Steve Reed of Northwestern, Max Starkovich of Washington, 
Ed Winsith of Minnesota, and of course, Alex Wojohorts of Fordham. That rounds out your 1936 All-American team. And we thank and give credit to the sports reference websites, newspapers.com, and the 1936 Spalding's Football Guide, uh, and 1937 Guide as well, for helping us in uh, getting all this information to provide you today. We want to thank you, too, as well, for joining us to talk about this great football history and go through year by year, and all your support and help is greatly appreciated. Till next time, everybody, have a great, great Iron Day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.